well, this is Career Style. I'm your host, Daryl Evans. And today we have Taylor Jones. Hi, Taylor. Hey, hey, how's it going? I'm blessed to be here. Thank you. I'm so happy that you had the opportunity to come out. Um, so Taylor works in tech sales as a business development representative. Specifically, she works in fintech. That is correct. Yep. Yes. And so let's just get right into it. So for starters, I always like to highlight how we met. So you were you were um, talking to someone and I was just walking around and you were like, hey, girl. And we started talking about like what we did in tech. And yeah. I asked you to come on the podcast because at that time I hadn't had anyone um, come on in tech sales. Mm -hmm. And so I really, really wanted to interview someone in tech sales and you agreed. And they yeah. come to find out you do your own thing in podcasting. Yeah, yeah. So I have a podcast that's completely, um, it's not related to career at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been doing podcasting since like 2019 on and off, uh, really just trying out different ideas. And so um, yeah, when you said that you had your podcast, and I'm always I'm always wanting to support other podcasters. Um, and so when you said that you had your podcast, I was like, okay, yeah, I want to like, I'll get on your I'll be on your podcast. Yes, definitely appreciate the support. And so where are you from? So I am originally from Michigan. Um, I came out here in, to Dallas in 2000 and uh, to, late 2017. Mm. And I've been out here. I've been out here pretty much ever since. Yeah. yeah. How do you like, um, you know, being away from home, especially so long now? Um, you know, it has its ups and downs, you know, obviously, uh, you know, there are certain aspects I do miss about being at home, being closer to family. I have nephews out there. And so, you know, there's like, oh, I don't get to see my nephews as much as I want to see them or see, you know, uh, the different things that happen in their lives. And so there's there's that aspect of it. But, you know, I feel like the benefits of being out here in Texas is greater um, just because it's more opportunity. There's more um, there's just more for uh, more opportunity for me to grow out here and to really uh, accomplish the, the goals that I want to accomplish. Yes, absolutely. And I always like to ask people where they're from, because majority of I think all the people who I've interviewed so far, they're not from Texas, but we all say the same thing. Yeah. It's a lot of opportunity out here. And so sometimes it does take you moving away from your comfort zone to just kind of find your way through life. And so, yeah. you know, I, I, I respect if you don't, but if you're looking to take that step. So did you attend college? No, um, I did not attend. Well, I did. I just never finished college. Mm -hmm. So I um, never finished it. Um, I just never felt like college was necessary for what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but yeah, so. So what, did, what else did you do? Like, did you maybe just self-study? Did you go to the military? What did that look like for you? Yeah, so I did. Um, I did go to the military. So and it's kind of weird because, you know, when you go to the military, um, you do have, you go to college, you get to go to college for free, <laughs> but I just was, you know, it's just what I want to do with my life. I'm just like, I don't think that being, going to university is necessary. Um, definitely. I, I think that later on in my life, maybe I'll, you know, look back into it. Who knows that I could change my mind about that tomorrow, right. literally, <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I did. So for me, how I got in my role was actually through a boot camp mm -hmm. um, called Course Careers. Um, and yeah, so the boot camp, is a, it was a self-paced boot camp. I took it last year around this time, actually, in July. 
yeah, it was a July. I think I finished it around August. Um, it's self-paced. It took me like six weeks to take it. And then after that, um, it took me another six weeks of job hunting to land the role that I'm currently in. Nice. So that was a pretty good turnaround for the amount of time that it took you in the boot camp. Was it free? No. So it's not free, but it's definitely one of the cheapest boot camps with one of the biggest payoffs. Yeah. Um, so it only cost me it, it the boot camp itself is like five is five hundred, but I used somebody's discount code and it all only cost me uh four hundred and fifty dollars. And so um, it's a pretty good turnaround um, to pay forty four hundred and fifty dollars for to a get whole a, career. Yeah, a career that pays you seventy to eighty thousand dollars entry level. Um, I would say that's not a bad deal. Not at all. Not at yeah. all. And so, did you have to like um, create a portfolio? Did you have to come up with like a sales pitch? What did interview look like for you? And what resources did you use to help you study? Yeah. So for tech sales. Um, you don't need like a portfolio or anything because you're not doing anything like like a software engineer or UX design where you got to show like a uh, physical, tangible, yeah. you know, skill set. Um, but I will say that with tech sales interviews, you have to be willing to sell yourself in that interview because, I mean, after all, that is what you're signing up for. And so... Um, my main thing, what, what prepared me for interviews was just doing a lot of research on the companies, coming in and asking questions that um, showed them that I did research. Um, I found that when I would get interviewed, um, that recruiters and managers, they really loved when I would have a little bit of information about them or have a, you know, I ask about the CEO, oh, how is such and such as a CEO? Do you think that? such and such this or I saw his background and and saw he did this and so how does that you know um you know or that's one of the reasons why I agreed to the interview because I saw his background and you know it's important that I trust the CEO of a company and so just saying stuff like that is like stuff that they are looking for in the interview they want to you know that's always got me to the next uh, that's always got me to the next uh, interview and so um yeah I mean that's pretty much what I would do to prepare and that's even now what I still do I just do a lot of research and make sure I come in with good questions that is actually a really good strategy yeah I I do research but I never thought to really hone in on like the CEO and stuff like that so yeah I might be still in that one yeah and so um what do you enjoy about working in tech sales um, yeah, I mean, there's a few things I enjoy about working in tech sales. So for one, I mean, the pay, obviously, uh, tech sales is one of the few careers in tech where you can make $500,000 a year. Um, our, our highest paying paid rep at my current company, he makes 600000 a year. Wow. And he's not a executive. He's not, uh, you know, he's not even in a leadership role. He just, he just does his job really, really well. Mm -hmm. Um, and so... That's one of the reasons why is the finance potential to be able to uh, make three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, just from your nine to five. Um, and so the second thing is the ability to work remote. I know so many people that want to get into tech because they're like, I want to work remote. I want to work remote. Um, and so that is a, definitely a good perk. Um, I will say that 
lately I've, I've found the market shifting a little bit more jobs are like you we want you here mm-hmm. um and so fortunately my company um is headquarters is too far away for me to oh that's a plus <laughs> they're in another <laughs> state so even if they try to put us back in office i would still be remote mm-hmm. um so yeah you know uh, working remote and having more of that work-life balance and also just um it, learning you know um, I think I, I love to learn the art of selling and the science of selling um, because it's a good skill set to learn about business so if you're somebody who you eventually want to have your own business you eventually want to pursue entrepreneurship tech sales is a good place to build that foundation mm. um, uh, most entrepreneurs fail and the reason why is because they don't have the foundational skill sets um, to carry out a business um and so uh that's another reason why i like tech sales because i'm learning a lot about business as well Mm, that's nice to hear and so just to piggyback off the work-life balance so i i have saw where some people say they don't have a work-life balance in tech sales what's your experience with your company so for my company i definitely do have work-life balance um i'm not required to work more than the 40 hours a week that you know we have um, but sometimes I do put in a little bit of extra work, it's, but it's for my own personal development. It's for me to develop myself so that I, I can get to that next level. Um, I will say that the people that I see in tech sales that's working overtime are people who probably have really uh, like impossible quotas to meet mm. um, or they work at a startup company. And so startup companies, I mean, it's really a fast-paced environment. It's and a grind. So, yeah, you're really grind to try to get those deals closed and get the business coming in. And so um, that may be uh, a, a space in tech sales where you will find yourself, you know, working more than uh, what you would, would desire. Mm, okay, that's good to highlight. So what do you do to make sure that you're staying up to par with, like, your um, your skills and your strategies in your role? Like, do you go on Udemy? Do you self-learn? What does that look like? Yeah, so I do a lot of self-learning, um, a lot of self-education. Uh, I read a lot of books on sales. Right now I'm currently taking a account executive course, which is a step up from the BDR where you are learning how to actually close the deals um, with the clients. And so, um, yeah, I mean, in the sales space, and I would think any role in tech, it is is ongoing learning yes you, so if you stop learning you're gonna get left behind <laughs> yes because things are rapidly changing mm-hmm. um for my role specifically you know there's things i have that i have to keep up with the trends of our product and how our market is doing um i have to keep up with competitors mm-hmm. um i have to keep up with you know the buyer's needs you know have have their needs changed do i need to start approaching the conversation different because they're looking for something else right now and so um yeah like you have to definitely um brush up on your skills and do your due diligence to um to really get a hang of the job and to really stay on top of your a game about how many um minutes or hours a week do you feel like you're giving back to really just learn for me with the course i'm taking right now i'm spending maybe four to I would say probably five hours a week on that course Mm -hmm. so you know maybe an hour every day Mm -hmm. or maybe a couple hours on a weekend doing Mm -hmm. the course um and you know but on a regular basis just when I you know when I'm not doing like a course or anything maybe two to three hours a week just self-study just to kind of make sure um you know that I'm that I'm going to be good 
you know, for my for the next week or that I'm just, you know, always developing myself. Absolutely. And so I, I heard that you mentioned the account executive role. So what is it that you do as a BDR that you or or an SDR, which mm-hmm. is sales sales development representative? Yeah. What is it that you do in those entry level roles that you don't do it as an account executive? So sales, uh, sales development representative and the BDRs, which is the business development representative, um, they're used interchange- interchangeably a lot. Um, but what you're doing is you are the you're the lead gener- generation. So, um, you know, like if you go on Facebook, you see Facebook ads and, you know, they tell you to put in your information or whatever. You know, that's all that's all lead generation for whatever business that's for. And um, you're like the, the physical lead generation for the company. You're uh, you're doing cold calls. You're doing cold emails. Um, sometimes, you know, you may be working with marketing and the marketing department may be sending you leads from a campaign they have and they want you to call those leads and see if they're good. And so, um, yeah, your, your, your main job is, uh, for the most part, is setting appointments for the account executive. So you're going to set the appointments for the account executive to run a demo. Um, and, and the account executive job is to close, is to close the deal and get them onboarded with, um, with the product. So when I was, when I was looking into tech sales, one of the things that I was most interested in doing was demoing. Do you do that in your role? Um, not as much. Um, I've done it a few times as a BDR. Um, and I'm sure my account executives, they do it, but they mainly do it on big deals. So, um, we work with a lot of small businesses and because we don't have like a complicated software, a lot of them just don't require us to demo for them. Mm -hmm. You know, we just tell them what it does and tell them the benefits and, you know, help it help connect that to their pain points. They're pretty much sold on it. But um, there are times where you're work, we're working with big chain companies, you know, enterprise companies where it's like we're going to have to, like, do a presentation for their executives to show why we deserve their business. And so um, we don't do a lot of demos on, on my end, but um, uh, demoing uh, for me is kind of odd for a BDR to demo, but I've been given that opportunity to do so. But demoing is really for the account executives. Uh, to do that okay that's nice to hear and what has been the biggest challenge um, that you faced in your career so far how'd you overcome it I think the biggest challenge um, that I faced in my career is just really an imposter syndrome and um, realizing that I belong in the room as well because it can be intimidating to step to be in a team's meeting and you have somebody who's been in tech sales for five plus years they know or they've been at the company for five plus years and so they kind of know everything in and out and sometimes you can feel like because you're new to the space that your voice is not really valued or you don't really know what you're talking about or you don't really belong and so um, one one thing that my company has done a great job at is uh, reassuring me and and giving me the confidence um, and saying, hey, listen, we value your voice. We want to know your input. We want to know if certain processes are working. If it's not working, if you think something should change, you know, let us know. Because at the end of the day, you're doing the job. So, you know, you know what works better than we know what works. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not on the front lines doing that with you every day. And so 
yeah, um, just really getting over that imposter syndrome. It, it definitely has gotten better um, since I've, you know, joined the company. Yeah, it takes time. Yeah. A lot of us go through that, but it just takes time. You get comfortable, yeah. yeah. And what type of extracurricular um, activities or organizations are you involved in outside of work? I know you have your YouTube, but is there anything else? Really, a lot of my time goes towards my my dreams outside of work and my passions outside of work and um, networking and uh, building meaningful relationships and um, developing myself and really just preparing myself for whatever opportunity lies ahead of me. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a bunch of stuff that I do, so, you know, um, like even on my Instagram, um, I thought about like, oh, I should do lifestyle content. But I'm like, I would be the bo- most boring <laughs> lifestyle person. You're literally about to see me wake up, work, get off work, maybe <laughs> cook or something and then go back to bed. OK, um, I, I, you know, I don't have a whole lot that I do outside of work besides a little bit more work <laughs> so I wish I could tell you I'm like living it up and I'm going to the club every night and partying but that's just not the case I'm pretty sure many of us are living the same life yeah <laughs> I too have a boring life <laughs> what roles um what other roles have you held in the past before you got into tech sales um yeah so I was in the military for a little while Um, After I got out the military, so I've done a little bit of er everything. Um, So after I got out of the military, I actually was a personal trainer. And then um, I was, so I was married at the time and my my ex-husband owned a trucking company. So for about two years, we were running the trucking company. Um, Once we separated, I went back into the workforce, which was kind of, it was really hard. Like I was, I started at the bottom, like I, I was like bussing tables for, for like, uh, Papa Do's. So, Love Papa Do's. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like one of the waiters there. So I'm like doing that for a while. Then I end up getting into administrative role, then a customer service role. And so I was doing like administrative and customer service roles for the most part. Obviously, um, with rent increasing like crazy, um, I actually had went back home for like three months um, in Michigan because I was like, mom, I can't, I can't afford my rent. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it just, it went up and I don't know what to do. Um, I don't get paid enough to even afford to live here. And so I went back home and I was literally like sleeping on my mom's living room floor for like three months. Cause yeah. I'm like, I just need to figure my life out. I need to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, and that's when I had decided I'm going to pers- go ahead and go full force with pursuing a career in tech. And, um, in July of last year, I took career course finished it I think in either it was either August or the beginning of September no it had to be mid-August um and then in October I landed my uh, first position I love to hear that so can you tell me about a mentor or role model who has had a significant impact on your career and what lessons have you learned from them yeah so um I have a career mentor uh, so shout out, shout out to Antoine. If, I don't know if you ever <laughs> see this or not, but um, yeah, you know, um, when I was, when I was kind of, when I first got to my company, um, I knew right off bat I wanted to be promoted. <laughs> I was like, I'm, like I want to be promoted. I want to get to that closing role because I'm like that's where the big bucks are at. And so um, I said, you know, the best thing for me to do 
Um, it, it was weird because at the time I was torn between getting a business mentor because I was like, maybe I should go full force with my life coaching business now that I'm in tech. But I'm like, I really haven't got my foot in the door that good in tech yet. Mm-hmm. And so I went on ahead and got a career mentor instead. And um, yeah, so my career mentor has been like absolutely amazing. Uh, he is the one that told me how to really navigate the space well when I told him what I wanted to do I said hey I'm really looking to get promoted like this year Mm -hmm. and uh, he told me he was like listen this is what you need to do this is you need to do this do that Um, I applied all of those things and so now I am at the point where they have the position open that I want and Mm -hmm. they're like already put my name in the hat uh, the hiring manager really wants me to have the role. But, of course, you know, I have to make sure that I nail the interview right. and actually, you know, show up and show them that I, I actually can do the role. But, you know, if all goes real, I, that will be an accomplishment. Absolutely. Know, yeah. Especially in the amount of time that you've been in the role. That's amazing. Yeah. That goes to show that mentors are valuable as hell. Yeah. Like, so, they can get you there. Yeah. And so that's that's for also, too, for the people who are listening you understand that not being afraid to invest in yourself because what you guys are not lit what you guys need to pick up on is that I spent four hundred and fifty dollars for a six-figure career mm-hmm. right you have college students right now who are in debt okay one 1.9 trillion is the debt that people are in right now for college loans they don't have a job people are not hiring them because they you don't have the experience you don't have the right. skills right and so I pay $450 for, I didn't make six figures as soon as I got in. So I just want to debunk that myth that as soon as you get in tech, you're going to make six figures. Yeah. Because it's not true. Let's talk about that. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> it's, it's okay to start from the bottom. So don't feel bad if you're only making 60 k your first year. Just take it and do your best and make the best out of it. Because that was where I was. I'm like, I wasn't making six figures. But I told myself, I'm going to make the best out of it, though. And I'm going to get six figures, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so, um, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm with not even a year later, I'm, I'm possibly getting promoted to a six figure position for $450. So just keep that in mind. (laughs) Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'm glad you highlighted that. And what's a goal you're trying to reach in the next five or 10 years? So the next five or 10 years, I am looking to really grow in my career, um, make as much money as fast as I can in tech sales and um, enjoy my money. I, I definitely want to travel more. That's been a big thing for me. I'm like, you know, when you kind of grow, I, I didn't grow up with a whole lot. So, you know, um, I didn't get to go a whole lot of places. So traveling is one of those things. I would say um, also um, taking the money I make and investing it into my dreams and just into investments and just stuff that I really want to do in life. Nice. So what advice can you give someone trying to enter this role? I would say, for one, um, the first thing you need to do is just believe that it's possible. Um, and you need to make a decision that if you are that you're going to commit to to getting the role, because I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it was easier when I when I did it. Um, but the market has changed a little bit. It has. It may be a little bit harder, but it's not impossible because I see people breaking in every day. So um, just just be committed to the process, whatever that process looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Um, get mentorship, use network, you like, don't be afraid to reach out to random people on LinkedIn. Exactly. <laughs> like, do not be afraid to reach out to random people. 
um and and go to networking events study sales in my like study sales now don't wait till you get to the road to start studying sales mm-hmm. study it now so that way when you get in these interviews you can come in with a little bit more confidence because you're like i'm not coming in blindly not knowing anything i've actually put the work in to, to develop uh you know the skill set before i even got the role so yeah and um focus on your transferable skills mm-hmm. that's going to be major you want to show them that hey i may not have sales experience but for me personally i'm like i have customer service experience i've i'm in a, uh, a customer facing role I know how to problem solve because that's all I do mm-hmm. so um, that's all selling is you're, prob- you're just solving people's problems and so um, you know hone in on those transferable skills and um, you know if you're not good at resumes maybe get somebody to do your resume for invest you invest in yourself exactly yes. Yes. Yep. So, so yeah that's the advice I would give people so I like to ask this question because some of us don't realize how we can make more money using our skill set or maybe using a hobby or something like that mm-hmm. so do you have other streams of income yeah so I currently I would say it's been unstable because I haven't been consistent with content creation, but um, generating income from content creation, brand deals, um, life coaching, um, those have been the things that I have been doing to um, just make some income on the side to supplement uh, what I have right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, like I encourage people like in this space, especially like where I'm at, you can easily monetize your skill set from your job outside of work Mm. I know I can I I think I told you this earlier I was like I can really teach people how to build a brand I can really teach people how to sell stuff you know if they have a business because I'm building the skill set and I don't have to keep it here at my job I can build my own thing um, from what I'm learning and so um, definitely keep that in mind if you get into the space that um, you're building a skill set you're going to have for the rest of your life because selling is never going to stop happening never and there's somebody who wants to develop that skill set yeah so you can teach other people how to sell you can teach business how to sell and make a lot of money and so yeah that's awesome so what would you tell your younger 12th grade self 12th grade um I would say you should hurt you should get into tech now (laughs) because I literally um I wanted to get into tech way before I you know I I actually got into tech and um I just didn't have the you know the guidance I didn't I you know I grew up in you know all black neighborhood we didn't really know anything about the tech industry we didn't really have that exposure yeah so um I think that I probably would have I probably would have maybe moved from home a little bit sooner yes I think that that's what if I could go back I probably would have said I'm leaving sooner because I need to be exposed to uh, the possibilities of other things. Absolutely. I can definitely relate to that. I was in my young self to get into tech. I, I even had computer science as a major and dropped it. Why the fuck did I drop it? <laughs> like, so, and a lot of us say that, like, we just didn't know about the tech industry being yeah. in, you know, black households. We just didn't. Yeah. But... Well, Taylor, thank you so much for coming. I'm really proud of this episode because we met at a freaking networking event. And I went there just trying to meet other techies. And I, I wanted to, like, pitch my podcast to certain people who I just vibe with. 
But I was kind of hesitant because, you know, yeah. you don't know who really coming there for all that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just happy that I went for it and you agreed. And then come mm-hmm. to find out you do this anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for the support. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, And this is Career Style. And we're out. <laughs>